So this isn't really like an episode, but it is an episode. Um, what's going on, fellas? Welcome back to the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast, the podcast for fathers by fathers, uh, where we talk about the four pillars of fatherhood being faith, family, finance, and fitness. And um, so this is more of a commentary, I guess, right? So if you follow me on social media, you follow me on, on Instagram, it's at Forfeit Fatherhood. Like a month or so ago, I posted a video uh, of Bedros, uh, Bedros Koulian, I think it is. Um, really, really good dude. Uh, I've been following him for a while because he uh, he owned and operate uh, a gym company. Um, but he's kind of been on a a manhood, fatherhood kind of trip lately. And, and actually, I'd be interested in getting him on the show, and I'm going to reach out too. Um, but I posted a, a video, a clip, a small clip of a video of Bedros. And, uh, I mean, it's wildfire, right? I've, I've never really gone viral like this, but, uh, it was right now, as it stands, it's like 3.4 million views, 170,000, 180,000 likes, and, uh, like 2,000 comments or something, right? Um, and then I posted another one, separate interview, separate conversation, but again, he's talking about fatherhood, he's talking about manhood, so it, it fits the narrative, not necessarily the narrative, but it fits, you know, us, men, fathers, right? And again, it's going crazy. 400,000 views, countless likes, and, follow, and, you know, and my follower count at, when I first posted was like under 1,000. It's at like almost 6,000 now. It's, it's been insane, right? My phone is buzzing like crazy. But I say all that because here's, here's, here's the thing. So the first video, he's talking about uh, alpha, like alpha male, right? And obviously, it's the internet, right? So there's going to be a bunch of people who don't pay attention at all to what was said, and just go off of whatever their preconceived notion of the idea was um, and say something foolish in the comments or say something that's not as educated or is not as informed. But there are a few people who obviously have some vested stake in it, some people who feel that they are alphas or some people who have something against alphas and, and this and that, right? Ultimately, what he says, though, is, is if you're the alpha, you don't have to say you're an alpha. You just show up as one, right? You just walk into the room and people know who you are. That's the gist of it. Well, here's a couple things. One, you got a couple people who are smart, right? I kind of actually knew this ahead of time as well. But the whole concept of alpha, one, alpha is, is, is scientific, right? When people say beta male, sigma male, it's not really scientific. It's a little bit more bro science, right? When you say scientific, we're talking about like scientists classify animals in this way. There are alphas, like it, there's a hierarchy within the uh, the animal society, right? Or in some animal societies. And he says it's in tribes. And so people disagree with that. And humans... Blah, 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 right? Um, but the study that most of us are familiar with here in America comes from uh, a study of gray wolves. Um, that particular pack of gray wolves was not a naturally existing pack of gray wolves. It was a pack of gray wolves that were released from a, a variety of different zoos into an area where they could form a pack and live and thrive, right? So when you take wolves from various packs and you put them together and you say hey go live of course there's going to be infighting there is going to be some brawl for seniority or superiority because they don't already exist together so somebody has to take the role of alpha and so what they saw is a lot of a lot of uh a posturing a lot of aggression a lot of fighting out of the males until eventually an alpha was crowned and then even then when an alpha was crowned, the younger wolves or the other wolves would go at that alpha constantly because everybody's fighting for 
the opportunity to be alpha, right? The same guy who did that research later on uh, actually researches a, a pack of wolves that is naturally existing. And what he finds is the alpha in a pack of normally existing wolves is typically just the father or grandfather of that pack of wolves. A, a, a pair of wolves will mate and they will stay together throughout their lifetime. They will have a series of pups over the course of their lifetime. That pack stays together. At some point, some of the younger males split off and they go and form their own packs. They find females from other other uh, packs and they, you know, they start to create their own thing. And so uh, you have males that do split off, but typically the alpha male and alpha female of the pack are just grandma and grandpa, right? There isn't this constant showing of teeth and posturing and, and trying to prove that they are better than the other in a normal wolf pack, right? This is similar to what you'll see in, the, in a pack of lion or pride of lions. There is a alpha male lion. There are younger male lions. Typically that alpha male lion is just the oldest male lion, right? The younger male lions eventually split off and they become a, what they call, what's called a bachelor party and they hang out together and they, they hunt together and they whatever together until one or, or a few of them start to split off and that bachelor party breaks up. Everybody goes to start their own family, right? One or two of them may go back to the old pride. Those may break off and then go back to their original pride and then challenge the then alpha male who was already there uh, because it's where they're familiar with. And now they, they feel like they're in a position to uh, be the alpha for that particular pride. But all of that being said, true or untrue has nothing to do with human beings. Human beings are not like animals. We are pack like we do like to live in families. We do like to have communities. We do group together. But the whole idea of alpha male and, and beta male or sigma male in human like circles is not real. It's not really a thing. Like it is a thing because we've, <laughs> we've, we've uh, subscribed to it at this point and people believe it to be true and people live their lives based on the fact that they're an alpha or a beta or a sigma male. Um, and if you see these comments, man, it's like a war between who's who and who's what. And, and these guys think this and these guys think that. And, and what's crazy, what's even crazier about it is that there are women in these comments as well, talking about who they think is what and what they like and don't like. And uh, it's, it's insane, right? It's crazy. But it's a real thing. And so uh, I think in, in a future episode, not right now, because this isn't a real episode, but in future episodes, I'm definitely going to tackle this alpha male thing. Um, uh, because it is something that I think is, it needs to be talked about because of the reaction that it got from men and women. Um, and I'm not necessarily going to debunk it or demystify it or whatever. Like, let's just talk about it. Let's figure out why men are so heavily like vested in being an alpha male. Like, what is that? What is that feeling where you feel like you need to be and let everybody know that you are the guy, right? Um, or, or on the flip side, why do you think that you don't need to let everybody know you're the guy, right? Both of those things are important to, to discuss, but the second post, uh, was more of a fatherhood based post. And he's talking about, uh, cause he has a program where he works with men, uh, you know, kind of building and rebuilding manhood. Uh, he works with, uh, uh, adolescent boys and their fathers. And there's a program kind of ushering them into, into manhood, um, so there's fatherhood and manhood involved in that. And he says, uh, and this is the part that catches most people. He says, <clears throat> uh, women or mothers turn 
babies into boys, fathers turn boys into men. This is grinding people's gears, <laughs> no matter what side you're on, because here's the deal. There's a lot of men who did not have fathers who are now men and consider themselves men who take offense to this because how, well, how did I become a man if I didn't have a father? If only, only men can make, I mean, only men can make men. Um, or then you have women on the, on the flip side of that, like, well, a woman can make a, make a, uh, make a man, right? Because I don't have nobody to help me. All these things, right? Actually, going back to that first post, you had a lot of women that would uh, put the asterisk and write she instead of he, like on the alpha thing. Okay, cool. All right, dope, good. All right, you feel like you're an alpha, cool. Um, Going back, though. So it's really interesting. What I'm seeing here is because there are a lot of women, a lot of women who are trying their hardest to raise men like i got my dms are i wouldn't say flooded but there are tons of women asking how do i help my son become a man as if there aren't any men around and i'm not saying that i'm not calling them uh wrong or saying that you know there aren't men around because there probably are um but the fact that they feel this way uh which kind of points to the fact that this work is important there's far too many women who feel like they have no choice but to figure out how to make their sons men, either because their 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 fathers aren't present at all, or aren't emotionally available, or aren't physically available, aren't doing you know what the woman considers to be their role, and and they're actually reaching out, right? It's a lot of guys in the comments making comments and and you know saying this and that, but women are actually reaching out like desperately trying to figure out how to do this. Um, so it's really important, man, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, obviously you guys are fathers for the most part, and you guys are hopefully trying to do a good job, and that's why you're listening to a fatherhood podcast, but here's what I tell a lot of people, and I've said this, and you look at the comments, you'll see me saying this over and over again. Being fathered is not always biological. Being fathered may come from a community. It may come from a group of people who surround you, maybe uncles, cousins, uh, a pastor, a coach, a grandfather, right? Being fathered doesn't necessarily mean that your dad is doing the job. Being fathered is a father figure, a male representation of who you are and who you can be. It may even be something that you see on TV, on a video, in a podcast, on a social media, right? All the time, children are being fathered, sometimes by their actual fathers, sometimes by other people but they're mirroring their manhood from some other man. So when women say, well, I did it all on my own. Yes, mom, you did a fantastic job helping that young man grow up to be an adult, but he was fathered somewhere, either through what he saw you deal with or other men in the community or other men on TV or other, you know, there are other ways that this is happening. Um, yes, you did a great job, but that doesn't mean that's the way it's supposed to happen, right? You can definitely drive a car with just your feet, but it doesn't mean it's to be done. Like I used to, when I got tired, I used to steer the car with my knees. Is that the right thing to do? No, but I definitely got from point A to point B successfully plenty of times, right? So like patting yourself on the back because you did a great job with your children. Yes, I commend you. It is a tough job to be a single parent, but a mother, no matter how good, can never replace a father. No matter how good you are right? You're still mother and he's still father, whether he's there or not, right? 
because they are learning whether you like it or not. They're learning how to become a parent, become a man, either in spite of their father or because of their father. Right. If their father wasn't present, that man grows up and learns to be present because his father wasn't. Or he father he follows in his father's footsteps because he never learned it from his father. But in either situation, he's being fathered by a father that was not there. Now, you can influence that. You can push them and move them in different directions, but they are still fathering that child. So it's important that you have a community of, of strong, capable men that can help that young man grow. This is getting longer than I wanted to. I'm going to sign off right here. And we'll go deeper into it. Maybe I'll bring on the panel and we can talk about this thing and talk it through. I'm really excited to hear what other people have to say about it. Um, so that's where I'm going to cut it off. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later, man.